Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. For the Republic! Frequency 1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Execute Order 66. Quit soldiers follow orders. Quit soldiers follow orders. Begun. The Clone War. What is up, Clone Army? I can't do it now. Uh, <laughs> I have space balls on the mind. Welcome back to the best accidental Star Wars podcast, this side of the galaxy. We're just simple clones making our way, like our father before us. Lito did the nod too soon. I did. I pre-nodded. <laughs> you were pre-nodding. I've decided I'm going to go really aggressive with it. Yes. Like whiplash. Like. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Just like fling yourself out of the chair. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Extreme so, nod. Yes. The voices inside your heads right now are John, Charlie, and Leto. Go. <laughs> And maybe don't, a little bit. <laughs> don't ever phrase it like that again. That was no. that is nightmare fuel. You looked a little terrified when I said that. <laughs> You're right, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll never do it again. It'll never happen again. I promise. <laughs> for the first time, for the last time. Right. <laughs> but it probably will happen again, I'm just saying. <laughs> Exceptional. So Today, we are, well, I guess we'll just call this an Obi-Wan Kenobi recap show. One, we weren't able to get it together and talk about part five of the series, so we're going to do that, and then we're just going to talk about overall thoughts and feelings about the entire series. Can we talk about? About. About. About <laughs> Kenobi? About Kenobi. About Kenobi, yeah. <laughs> I think he wears two boots. <laughs> no. no, like, can we can we talk about like Canadian about Kenobi? Like, oh, about? you want to talk about Hayden, as in? <laughs> no. You know how Canadians say about? They say about. I they just, do. I just, I just kind of, it just kind of popped in my head. Like, shout out. I cannot out. speak on it as I've never met a Canadian, and I wish not to offend anybody. Right. But, yeah. Same. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, oh, and then we also have uh, a couple of. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> I don't want to offend any people of the faith as well. People of the faith. People of the faith. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna kind of gloss over that. Uh, uh-huh. Babu's name that freaking clip is making a return this week. Uh, oh God. Also, this is episode 85, so we are, what, 15 from 100? Whoa. If the what? math is right. We're flying through these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we got to start gonna start planning a episode 100. That's a lot of pressure. I kind of want to get it over with. Can we just call next episode 100? Yeah. Build I mean, suspense. When yeah. you turn 100 in the UK, you get a birthday card from the Queen, so... 
Really? What? Maybe when Clone Army Radio turn 100, they'll get a birthday card from the Queen. Is the Queen still kicking? Uh, yes. Really? Oh, boy. Unfortunately. Wow. Yes, she is. How old is she now? Like 250? Um, 250. Um, I would say she's <laughs> roughly around the same age as Emperor Palpatine, kind of like in Kenobi as we see him. Um, what, so I'm what? guessing like a good kind of 800 at least. Okay. <laughs> What's 250? That's two pounds... 50 quints? No, that's age. Quints? Not money. <laughs> quints. That's, yeah. that's a type of fruit. Um, I, don't know what, I don't know the money still. Is quid. It a, quid. 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 Okay. Where'd you right. get money out of age? Because uh, you said 250 and I'm like, oh, what is that $2.50? But I'm like, oh, wait, no. What's it? Because she's British or, yeah, so it's like, it's got to be two pounds. 50 quid there. That's how my mind works. Hmm. Little insight. <laughs> well, okay. I respect it. I respect it. <laughs> if you rewind and listen to it slowly, slowly. you'll get it. Yeah, very slow. <laughs> Before... Can you do just rewind right now in slow motion. We'll just play the whole clip again. All right. <laughs> Before we absolutely chew up about Kenobi, because I am super excited to kind of cover what we didn't get a chance to, um, I would very loudly, but also very calmly like to announce that I, me, I, running back to Jakku, will be attending Star Wars Celebration next year. Woo! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. We're, one of us, I mean, oh you're the closest thing, I think, that we've ever been, it's the closest thing, person we've known of even you know going to attend that's awesome yeah if if you know me for my cosplay and you see me all you're going to get is a pitch about clone army radio and how you need to listen and subscribe immediately and give us five stars on spotify thank you very much um <laughs> but that's no true. i will i will be there with my two wonderful partners on the saturday and um we'll most likely be staying overnight in london so we'll probably be around kind of outside the excel center on sunday even if we don't end up going in um What's was the process hard to get the tickets? Was it a lottery or? So everything opened at like 5 p.m. UK time. And I joined a queue. Uh, Nick was on his tablet in a different queue. And Sydney was also kind of at home on her laptop in another queue. She managed to get in first because you, you joined and then you got assigned a number, like a place in the queue. It was completely random. So nobody kind of got priority. It was you are where you are. Um, she got in first and got us three tickets for the Saturday really easily. Whoa. You have like 10 minutes to buy the tickets. Um, by the time I got on the Jedi Master Package, which is like their VIP package. So it's like all four days, like front row seats to everything, like backstage passes, like early Whoa. entry. They'd all sold out. And as of right now, all of the adult four day tickets have sold out as well. Damn. Wait, so wait. you guys might be able to grab like anyone listening might be able to grab like week like Friday and Saturday tickets or Sunday and Monday. Is there a, is there going to be a large aftermarket um, sale? You think you know like? I would think so. I right. would think so. Um, the prices are quite high. I completely forget that Americans don't include VAT in the prices of things. It gets added on like at the checkout. Mm. So like the tickets are sixty five pounds. They're not. They're seventy eight pounds. <laughs> Because you've got to take that sweet, sweet 20% and stick it on the end. Well, what? Yeah, well, we, we, it's like a tax then. Yeah. 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 Our, um, our VAT is added on, but 
with the price of something. Oh, okay. So you, so you, so you're what you, the price you see is the price you pay. It's yes. already in there. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's yeah, we nice. get the we get the little poke in the the budget. Yeah, the little the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kind of guess. Well, it should be about this much, and then you're oh no, I was wrong. I will admit. Twenty percent is easier to calculate than seventeen and a half percent. Whoever came up with that percentage, leave. <laughs> right, right, right. Evil. <laughs> it's all designed for you to not know what what you're paying until it's too mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I am deliriously excited, unendingly happy. Um, that, oh my that was, goodness! You, that was today or, or yesterday or when, when? That was that was today. Oh wow! Wow, this is live. This is you know we're getting yeah. this you know information like hot off the press. Hot off the press, indeed. I am unbelievable. I, I can't. It's it's been on my bucket list for as long as I've been a Star Wars fan, and as long as I've been aware of celebration as a convention. That's so and cool. Now I can take it off my bucket list. I'm going. We're actually going. Look Hell at you, yeah. and you willed them to come to England too. You know, because you're like they gotta come. I manifested it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I put it on my mood board, and I said they're gonna come to the UK, and they're gonna do it. So many of my US friends are coming down as well, which is so exciting. Like people oh, nice. that I've like made friendships with and like like connected with over cosplay, I'm gonna actually get to meet in person, and that's always so special. Now, so you're like you went to that small convention, and now you're gonna go to the convention. Whoa. I know, I know. That's so cool. From April the seventh to April the eleventh, tenth. You're allowed to take pictures while you're in there, or yeah. Is... Okay, cool. Then... I will. I will take all of the pictures. I will take all of the videos for you guys. There's gonna be oh, an exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, this is so cool. You heard it here first. Okay, how many if, days? I don't know how many days now. If Daisy Ridley is there, I will simply pass away. I will simply <laughs> cease to. I will disappear like Obi Wan did at the end of A New Hope. That and my my costume will just be on the floor. <laughs> and then someone will come over and like tap it with their foot, like mm-hmm. where Charlie go. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> ascended. Charlie's ascended. That's what's happened. I was um, being like Vader when Vader was tapping, and like, wait, where'd he go? Oh well, yeah. let's go find Luke. Right. <laughs> just try to like, that. if that happens, try to make sure there's like a clone army radio pin like laying on top. Just just, art, just artily, just on top. Yeah. <laughs> Is printing business cards a step too far? Is that because I feel like I need business cards at this point in my life? With like you, you go to conventions, and be like, here's my social media, here's this, here's that. Oh, I'm gonna make a business card. <laughs> it's <Do> on. It. <laughs> right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. I am stupidly excited. That's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've actually even like YouTube watched anything from any convention. So, oh really? Um, yeah, I don't think I've done anything, any kind of like research on any kind of. Yeah, I know. It's mm. the best. It's where you get all the juicy bits from, like the special guests and the actors, and it's where they're more inclined to say things that they shouldn't really be saying and allude to things that they shouldn't really be alluding to. But you know, they're there. There's the energy, the fans. It's huge. I'm gonna take my lightsaber. Are you allowed? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. 
Are I you know gonna, like some places you couldn't take like lightsabers and blasters too. I can't remember what it was though. Quite, <clears throat> quite a lot of conventions have very strict rules about mm-hmm. like what it is, what you're going to be using it for, what's it made of, can I look at it, can I look inside it, can I put it through the X-ray scanner? Like it, there's a lot of protocol for things like that, especially in this country. But hopefully. Great, please talk to me about Kenobi because I'm I'm just going to sit here and say expletives <laughs> into the microphone for the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, all right, so I wanted to bring up something that may or may not be stupid about before. I think before we dive into talking about the part five, um, I had a thought. This was last week, I think, when I made these notes. <laughs> um, is it possible that maybe this whole series was? the Anakin inside of Vader that's like the light that's still within him trying to find Obi-Wan not to kill Obi-Wan or seek revenge on him but to ask Obi-Wan to kill him and end his suffering but maybe you know the the darkness Vader obviously is like overpowering the light inside I just kind of had that thought like kill me Obi-Wan put me you know everything I did destroyed everything and I don't want to suffer but Vader is kind of feeding on the suffering any thoughts on that that is a beautiful theory oh my goodness why not stick the knife in a little bit further just twist it a little bit yeah Yeah. now (laughs) I think that the duality between Anakin and Vader was represented really really beautifully particularly in this episode um um, it's it's an aspect I didn't consider, but yeah, if, if there is any of Anakin left in there, I'm sure all he would want is to just die. <laughs> you would think, right? Because he destroyed everything. To be conscious of everything that you've done, to be aware, but also kind of inhabiting this space with such a negative energy and such a like an evil force. Like, also, all of this at this point is kind of Palpatine's manipulation at its conclusion, like at its height, like the puppet master has puppeteered and everything he wanted to achieve has been achieved. I fully believe that Palpatine's great Sith power is his patience. Mm. Like he's had it, he's had it planned like microscopically from day dot all the way up until like Rise of Skywalker. It's this whole... (laughs) Poor Anakin, just... (sighs) Is there a line or anything that kind of like makes you think that or or I just think it's um I kind of I don't know not I don't think there is a line it was just kind of thinking trying to get inside of I guess Anakin's head a little bit not so much of the Vader part of Anakin and mm. he's lost so much he lost his mother he lost Padme he lost his friends and uh always I mean Spoiler alert, I guess, Charlie, if you haven't gotten too far into the Clone Wars, is Padawan. I mean, we know Ahsoka's alive, but, you know, they're disconnected. Like, there's so much loss and negativity in his life that <clears throat> that he caused. It's like, you know, that's, that's guilt, right? I mean, the guilt eats at you and you want to end it. I don't know. Just, you were pointing, Lito, did you have a... Oh, uh... I thought I saw an article or something where they said that Natalie Portman's coming back as Padme. Like, did she die? Is she gone? 
Oh yeah, she's is that is that one that that Anakin can get back? You think? I mean, obviously yeah. Anakin thinks he did, but you know, could, you know, could, I mean, he's got his kids. I mean, maybe Padme is back. I'm, I'm aware that people still like to kind of criticize George for the oh she died of sadness. Like I understand mm. kind of like face on it actually it comes across as a bit like sexist and a bit gross like the men get the male characters get these big kind of heroic deaths she dies because she's sad that's sort of how it's explained in the movie and it's not the best but i also recognize that that may well have just been what palpatine told like vader as another manipulation tactic you're quite right she could quite easily still be alive the the you know the funeral was a necessary kind of fakery and it would be a nice way to kind of rewrite that somewhat of a sticky ending for what was a really powerful and really strong female character within star wars and then for her to get this kind of weak kind of soft ending that doesn't feel royal or noble or it's a sticky one. It's a sticky one. See, I, I think, did I send you that thought I had, Lito, where I think that it's more of maybe there's two things that I think of that uh, it was a medic droid, right, that said she's dying of a broken heart or something. Yes. So I was thinking, one, Anakin force choked her. Maybe he crushed her freaking trachea and yeah. all that stuff. And she was not breathing very well. And it took all she had in her to uh, give birth to the two babies, and then her energy was just done. She died. Absolutely. Or could it be Palpatine using the Force to like suck the life force out of her to help Anakin heal while he was being transformed into Vader? Mm-hmm. I mean, I personally, I don't, I wouldn't buy into Padme being alive still at all. I mean, what would be the point like where would she be what would be the fakery of it like true it's just that to me it doesn't really don't mind me i'm just playing devil's advocate sorry no i know (laughs) i mean i i personally think that if if that happened i would be like yeah star wars is dumb at this point (laughs) if she comes back then it will most likely i would say to be for like flashback scenes like we've seen with like right. Anakin and, and Obi-Wan. Also, like, I don't know if you guys remember when she did the first and second Thor movies afterwards, Natalie Portman made it explicitly clear that she was not doing any more. She was done. Mm-hmm. And now she's back for Love and Thunder. And she said the same thing about Star Wars after the treatment she received kind of post prequels, as did all of the other actors. They were all very much like, no, we're done. Right. So I think Disney have enough of a lucrative business to be like, hmm? yeah. Right. Money? money money talks money uh, um but also i think because there's been somewhat of a revival of the star wars fandom it comes and goes it's very much one of those things that kind of is and then it fades away and then it, it's popular again and yeah Ooh. yeah i mean it could be you know if if she did come back like natalie portman i mean it could be for like you said flashbacks or another prequel situation mm. uh something based on padme which could be cool i mean me personally i'm burned out on like prequels of prequels at this point but uh just because like i think we've, <laughs> we've talked about how it's it's all kind of predictable when you know what happens after but i mean they they, they do a good job I, I, the obi-wan kenobi series was one of my favorites ever so i, I i'm not complaining but I don't know. I mean, I would I would be all right with seeing Padme or I mean, Natalie Portman come back as Padme in some 
form. To add potential fuel to this very, very small fire, um, I'm sure you guys have seen the rumours that uh, Millie Bobby Brown has been. So I have, I have not verified this and the sources that I have seen it come from are notoriously not the best. So I, it's, oh. just a, it's just a rumour. Um, she's supposedly been signed for a Star Wars project. So people are theorising mm -hmm. either that gap for Leia between Kenobi and A New Hope and we'll get some sort of like teenage because oh. Millie Bobby Brown is I know she's like she's just turned 18 now, but she still looks like very kind of young, could mm -hmm. quite easily pass as like 15, 16 years old um, or like a young Padme, because we only ever saw Padme like in the Phantom Menace. And she was I want to say she was 19, 18, 19 years old. Oh. So potentially kind of, who knows? But yeah, she has supposedly been cast in something, which I think is super exciting because I do like Millie Bobby Brown, have a bit of a soft spot. Stranger Things, man. Right. Yes. I know. Oh, right. the new episodes come out tomorrow, don't they? Don't. No, do not speak to me. I have not watched season four yet. I'm catching up on season <gasps> three with Sydney. It's been a whole thing. I, oh. um, <laughs> I watched uh, the Enola Holmes uh, Ooh, that she was in. Yes. It was good. I liked it. It was fun. She's, I heard uh, it was good. Um, yeah. She's very versatile, which yeah. I like. Yeah, it's almost, yeah, I mean, not to uh, not to spoil too much, but it's almost like she's, it's almost like shot just like the Robert Downey Jr. version where he's like talking to the camera and oh, nice. you know, oh, doing really? all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's always, it's kind of like that, which is kind of cool, but like a, like a lighter version, you know? Isn't, uh, is Henry Cavill... Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. I was like, hey, wait a minute. What's he doing in this? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I love Henry Cavill. He's awesome. Yeah, I was surprised to see him. He did a great job. He's a beautiful, beautiful man who builds PCs and plays Warhammer. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> when I found out he was going to be in The Witcher and he was talking about like uh, playing the video games and building PCs and I'm like, this Good guy man. is freaking sweet. <laughs> My kind of guy. And then, of course, I don't know if you guys have watched The Witcher, but he's freaking awesome. I gotta see that season two. Yeah, uh, me yeah. too. Yeah, season one was great. I don't know. I've rewatched season... one and two like two or three times. So Season one's really good. Yeah. This, really season one's good. Amazing season one. I, I, I binged it in like a day. It was crazy I... good. Nice. I would love to see a Star Wars story told in that like linear style where it's like like four or five different timelines kind of mixed together and it's up to you to figure out what order things are happening in. Mm. Like I've never had a show treat me like that before. <laughs> it was yeah. great. It was sweet. Yeah. It was it kept I you love... it kept you engaged the whole time. Mm. This is the thing. I was constantly trying like putting the pieces together in my head and I, I'd love to see Star Wars kind of get inventive. Because obviously, this is something I wanted to bring up about Kenobi. Like, I I adored it. I thought it was brilliant from start to finish. I am, however, a little tired of the kind of cut and paste sort of Star Wars narrative of where you have sort of two separate stories and you just switch just mm -hmm. back and forth. And that's how you follow the timeline of the story. I love that. And I understand that it is absolutely kind of classic to the Star Wars feel, the kind of like energy that you get from the shows and particularly how George liked to edit and liked to put his like work together. Oh, I want to spite one one. Like the flashbacks in Boba Fett were not as good as the flashbacks in Kenobi. And I think they're getting somewhere with this kind of alternative, like alternative narrative. But I'd like to see it pushed a little bit more, at least personally. I don't know how you guys feel. 
No, I mean, I can agree with that. I, I mean, obviously as I love Star Wars and everything they're doing. I wouldn't be doing a podcast if I did. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I I guess it would be kind of refreshing to see a different type of storytelling. And I know a lot of people would probably say, well, The Last Jedi was that. But, I mean, the, for me, The Last Jedi's story was kind of weak. A space chase that took two and a half hours. Um like that was like the big part of the story to me, but yeah. I think they were at they were at least trying to do something different. It just wasn't well received, for the most part, I guess. Because well, then again, who knows? It was probably well received. It's just the typical loud voices dumping on it. But I would I would like, and I know that I they've mentioned that they're working on it. I would like to see different a different timeline. Did you get it? No, I didn't. <laughs> You got to get the chopsticks. Messed up. I messed up your audio levels for absolutely nothing. Brilliant. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was it was very quiet. It was just funny watching you clap for everyone that obviously can't see. Charlie was trying to catch a bug, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I I'm ready for like new characters, new stories. Uh, yes. just because I think, I mean, I, I'm always gonna want to see these characters like the Kenobi and Luke's and Leia's and Padme's and all of that. But something new, something we don't know. Um, I think Leto, you've touched on it before as well. Just you don't su- surprise us as far as we, we know what's going to happen mm-hmm. in these stories. We know the outcomes. Let's see something totally fresh. That's going to keep us on the edge of our seats. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, sparking our imagination. Yes. Um, because that's kind of like a big thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I that's my big thing to take away from. It's the same. I have the same opinion on um, Obi Wan. Is yeah, this is great. It was awesome. Looked great. Felt great. Sounded great. Um, kind of the whole thing as a whole to me is kind of you know forgettable. I don't really want you know I don't really want to re-explore it. I don't know. I think I'm good. I got it. You know what I mean? Because it didn't really, you know, you know, like expand anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just kind it, of. It was very kind of insular in terms of storytelling. It was sort of very kind of packed in. Like we know right. where we've come from and where we're going to. So it's going to fill in only this gap. Yeah. However, I am very, very excited to see Andor because Queen Legend icon Deborah Chow is directing episode four, I do believe, according to IMBD. Oh, wow. So as she's been kind of very gently saying that there's more story to be told, there's more, there's like more stuff I want to say. Um, people have been theorizing that Kenobi may well pop up in Andor and that will be like, you know, just a little catch up for him and a little kind of finalizing for that last little bit of his story. Mm-hmm. I am really, really excited for Andor. I'm excited for something fresh and something new and something that I wouldn't automatically pick myself as a Star Wars fan. I like lightsabers and I like Jedi. That's not quite what this is. And I'm excited to push myself out of my kind of comfort, like my safety comfort zone of Jedis and lightsabers to experience something. Because I admit I don't give Rogue One as much time of day as I should. I really don't. And I yeah. think I should, because I think it deserves a lot of love and a lot of appreciation for kind of how beautifully it's shot and how well it's written. So I'm excited for Andor to kind of shift that sort of track for me. 
Oh yeah, it might like make you want to watch Rogue One mm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I'm good with the Andor story because it kind of goes off the rails of the the main characters. I'm sure we'll see people like Bail Organa. I know we'll see Mon Mothma, but it's not uh, Skywalkers or Kenobi's. No. Um, no. Maybe not even Vader, you know. Uh, no. So, oh, and I, I'm assuming Saw Guerrero will probably be in it. So, Hell yeah. So that'll be fun. Um Honestly, I would like to see some things after the rise of Skywalker. Yes. Or, you know, that or like hundreds of years, not even High Republic, like go past that, like in history, Old Republic. Um yes. where yeah, there's a ton of legends or expanded universe stories or whatever, but you could still there's so much time from say you go a thousand or four thousand years before uh the Skywalker saga. There's so much story you could tell in in that time frame. So mm. go way back or go past the rise of Skywalker and just give us something new. And I mean, even you know, you could go past the Ray and Ray Finn and Poe stuff. Yeah, past the rise of Skywalker. Like I don't know. I'm ready for new, but but in the meantime, I'm not hating anything that's come out and. Yeah, that's what I was kind of looking forward to. The Rogue Squadron was, yes. you know what I mean? That would have been totally cool, like new stuff and new stories. And I had no idea where it went. And, you know, I mean, so that would have been fun. I think it's been, they said that it's been shelved, mm-hmm. which is a code for probably not going to happen. <laughs> that's unfortunate. but Which yeah. sucks. It, it's a risk, though, you know, going yeah. completely, you know, without any... <clears throat> you know, characters that we're completely familiar with or storylines, but um, yeah, works in the books. <laughs> right. Speaking of like things not working, I don't know how much you guys know about the, the history of the Kenobi show kind of as it stands. Um, like way back in 2013 is when Disney first announced like Walt Disney and Lucasfilm together announced that they, go, they were going to be making a series of anthology films. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, Rogue One was released and went down absolutely swimmingly. It was amazing. It was fantastic. And then in 2017, sources from The Hollywood Reporter said that Kenobi was getting the same treatment. It was going to be made into a movie. However, Solo came out in the meantime. And because it was received so badly, within four months post-Solo, Bob Iger said, no, we're not doing it as a movie. No. Shelving it, done, not happening. Mm. Um, and they officially announced that there would be a hiatus of Star Wars content until after the rise of Skywalker. Right. Um, Ewan McGregor was forced to withhold the information about anything to do with Kenobi from 2015 up until 2019. Whoa. Yeah. Like he knew everything that was happening and couldn't say a word to any. I would explode. That's torture. <laughs> that is horrible. That's like yeah. an evil empire, like torturing like a man mm-hmm. you know um for their own selfish needs i don't know kind of mirrors star wars a little bit <laughs> a little bit yeah at some point during development between those kind of time frames sort of 2013 and onwards it very quickly turned into a television series and before it was a tv series you mcgregor did costume tests there were rewrites like oh. halfway through like production the entire script got the script got scrapped. 
<laughs> and rewritten. It wasn't. Whoa. It it struggled, like it struggled to get its feet off the ground, and it took a while for Disney to work out what they wanted to do with it. Interesting. That's good. That's cool really, info. Really yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm very pop- fond of all the juicy bits. You know what's popped into my head is there was supposed to be a live action TV show. What was it? Was it thirteen thirteen? Was that? Um. Is that what it was called, or is that the? I think, I think thirteen thirteen was the game Underworld. Oh, Underworld, yeah, Star yeah. Wars Underworld. Yeah. They they shot and uh, had quite a lot of concept art for it, and it was supposed to be like the bounty hunters, like the underworld of Coruscant. They and had it, like fifty. I want to say they had like fifty six uh, scripts yes. written for it. Yes, wow. they did. Yeah. I Which if uh, I... Lucasfilm and Disney still own. They still have them. They're still there. And quite a lot of the ideas from the original kind of ideas for Underworld were used in Book of Boba Fett. Okay. So there was a nice little bit of like, we recognize we were going to do this, so we'll put some of it in here just for the people who, if you know, you know. Right, right. Um, I remember listening to an interview with uh, Ronald, is it Ronald Moore from Battlestar Galactica? I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, he he wrote some of it with George Lucas, and oh, wow. he was talking about how excited he was to write Darth Vader into it. And I'm like, the whole time okay. I'm listening, yeah, like the whole time I'm, because yeah, it's supposed to be like bounty hunters in the underworld of Coruscant and all that. But then he said that about Vader, and I'm just like, holy crap! Um, but the whole time I'm listening to him talk, I'm like. Ronald Moore and George Lucas were working together. Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica people working together. I I wish I could have seen how that turned out. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. Um, what a coulda. Right. But then, yeah, they also shelved 1313, the game, and I'm like... They did. Oh, why? Like, the, the little bits that they showed of it looked freaking awesome. Yeah. Parts of that game footage were also featured in Book of Boba Fett. You know when okay. Mando goes to like um it's like an abattoir and there's all of the the creatures hanging. That scene's mm-hmm. taken from a fight scene from the 1313 game where Boba Fett's running through a meat market and he runs through like a big chest freezer filled with hanging. I think it's EOP, I want to say. Or um, no, it isn't. It's a uh, Tontons. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. No and they very awesome. specifically, yeah, made a point that in the Book of Boba Fett episode, you can see that that's a tauntaun hanging up. And people were like, oh, is that because of 13th? Yes. <laughs> Damn. Really clever. You know, so all this time, Kathleen Kennedy's like, you know, there's no backlogs or anything to really pull resources from. Liar. Total liar. Liar. <laughs> liar. Lies. Deception. <laughs> we make our own sound bites. This is awesome. <laughs> um, I, did, I was doing the, the uh, Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> so, do you guys want to talk about part five, or do you want to talk? I have like some nitpicks and stuff about the whole series, but I don't know if I want to do that now or at the end. Hmm. Kind of torn. Like, I feel like. Did we all like part five of the series? Yes. Um, I watched it, but like not, um, you know, not like I wasn't like I did notes, 
But okay. I wasn't like I think because something happened on four with me because I wasn't on four either, and I was really busy. Oh, right. And I lost I lost like that, you know. Uh, just being in sync with the story and everything, and kind of knowing what everything was going on. So I kind of watched four, kind of just in the background. Okay. And so that kind of like carried over to five, where I was just like just watching it and not really like absorbing or or kind of like thinking about what I'm watching. Okay. So my only like thing for for five is like you know, I know they Hayden Christensen, you know, I was awesome to see him, you know. Yes. I was like, wow, because it's like, you know, he comes back and plays the role and, 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 and acts. It's like, like, I think it's going to open the door for, for more uh, prequel uh, actors to, to, you know, like, like we were saying, Natalie Portman might not feel so bad coming back and, or, and, mm. um, you know, Mace Windu, you never know, you know, I heard a little something there. Oh, just see that rumor. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly like, going to come back for Boba Fett season two. Right. It's like, cause you know, never know. And then, you know, maybe Jar Jar comes back and <laughs> Mesa back. Yeah. And, and, no, and, please. I'm begging. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't have, you know, any kind of continuation without these characters. I mean, they're there or I, I don't know. You know, Could we like explore a story of Jar Jar Binks being like the best pod racer in the galaxy or something? Sure. Like he, you know, he watched Anakin race the one time and he's like, oh, Misa can do that. And he just <laughs> builds if, his own pod racer. What if Jar Jar ends up just working at, uh, was it Rex? Rex's diner? Is that? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Dex, 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 Dex is diner. I'm sorry, Dex. <laughs> Love Dex. And then yes. Dex, Dex, and he's just like all the plates and plot, uh, plates and and everything. Just keep he just keeps breaking it, breaking all the plates and glasses. Oh, <laughs> that's how we got uh, banished from yeah. uh, from Gungan City, right? Right. Yeah. So he's on Coruscant, <laughs> just like Doing a waiter. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a Jar Jar thing and take you out of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, just, I I would love, I actually would love to see Jar Jar come back in some capacity. In an anime, he was great in the Clone Wars. Different so, voice though, I think for most of it. I oh, think there okay. were like maybe two times it was Ahmad Best, and then the rest were someone else, which it sounded weird, not hearing him. Um, Aw. Okay, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, let's just talk about part five, and then we'll get to if any of you have any nitpicks or, or thoughts at the end. Sounds uh, good. The, you bring up Hayden Christensen back as, as Anakin, Anakin. I was trying to say Padawan Anakin. Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Con! Obviously, I don't think anybody expected that, that episode to open with a flashback on Coruscant. Uh, no. But I've, I've been listening to other shows and a lot of people are talking about why didn't they de-age Hayden? They don't need to. I thought, and we're close to the same age. I thought he looked freaking great. Yeah, okay, he doesn't look like he did 20 years ago, but who does? I mean, it was believable for me, and I just, I hear a lot of people like kind of nitpicking about that, that he looked older than he should have. So what? He's there. Uh, him and Ewan are acting together again, like they did in the prequels. And I was totally happy with it. It didn't take me out of anything seeing those two in the flashback scenes and 
I was just I was just glad that we got it. Yeah, I thought he looked fine. And if like you do the de aging, you'd be like de aging. They're using de aging. You know what I mean? So and then yeah, and then a bunch of people on YouTube would be like, I can do it better. Right. <laughs> right. So at least they just said, you know what? We're just gonna do it with makeup, and uh, we're gonna just, you know, we're gonna just try to stay stay real. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a good job. Executed very well. Yeah. Charlie, were you freaking out at that moment? I was. I was. I was. Also, I'm so sorry. There's like shopping being delivered and my brain got a bit distracted. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Also being pestered about hotels for celebration. And if I'm sharing, if I'm going with anybody, do you want to do? Stop. I'm busy. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be focused. I I hate to say I was one of those people who was a bit like, why didn't they de-age him? Oh, really? Because uh, yeah. mm, I, I really fancied Hayden Christensen as like young Anakin Skywalker. And I'm not saying I don't fancy him now. He is a beautiful, beautiful man. Let me give him a big kiss. Um, <laughs> but I think it was because they started those flashbacks with a close up. Whereas in The Mandalorian, we got Luke's feet and shoulders and his voice before we got the face. Mm. And I think because they went in with that close-up shot, you are immediately reminded that that man is in like his 40s. He works on a farm in the middle of the Canadian nowhere. Mm. Um, <laughs> and bless him, he looks amazing for his age. But I think a part of me was like, I'm pulled out of this. This isn't quite This isn't quite doing what I wanted it to do, but I'm going to love it anyway because it's really cool. I think they did some de-aging. Like I think they softened and kind of smoothed mm. everything. But <laughs> I was fussy about it. I was fussy. My biggest issue is the lightsabers are too short. Really? Whoa. Yeah. In, in my notice. in my opinion, comparing them to the size and proportions in like the sequel movies, even the prequels, they're tiny in this, like really short, especially because like Hayden's a good like six, like six foot two, I'd say. And Ewan's at least six foot with some boots on, probably. So, like, it felt everything felt a bit short. Hmm. I don't know. That might just be me and my fussiness with lightsabers, but yeah. I didn't pick up on that, but but you saying that makes me think to uh, later in that episode when Vader's holding Reva's lightsabers, they both look really short. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The things we don't catch at the... The first watch. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> that and my only other issue was uh, from a costuming point of view, I didn't in that episode, I didn't particularly think Hayden's like Padawan Jedi robes fit him that well. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think there was just something a little off about the kind of body proportion of the shoulders and then like the hair and then like his face shape and the HJ. Mm, something was just a bit off. I don't know. Hmm. Again, I am being painfully nitpicky at this point. <laughs> like I am pulling at the thinnest of thinnest of straws. I I cried when those flashbacks appeared. I didn't quite believe what I was looking at and what I was seeing because the prequels are so special and so important to me. To mm. see that again, to see like new footage was amazing. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, just kind of thinking and I could be wrong because you know I'm not looking at it but his his robes and stuff fit a little loosely I think in Attack of the Clones mm. 
like maybe they were a little baggy on them. So whereas they were maybe more form fitting in the flashback scene. But again, I'm not looking at it, so I, I couldn't I couldn't back that up with anything. But um, what was I going to ask? Uh, sorry, I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> it happens. Um, okay, so what do you guys think? Like the purpose of the flashback scene was? Was it just to show finally show Hayden? back as Anakin and give him some screen time yeah. or was there like any real reason to show it was it I thought there was like some had to do with the story of that episode um because it kind of like mirror what's going on um in that in that episode of how you know um it, uh Anakin's got the upper hand at one point and that kind of happens in the episode and then Obi-Wan turns the tables. And that kind of happens too. So. Mm. If I remember the episode correctly. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, did Vader really have any upper hand in that episode with Obi-Wan? I don't. No, I don't. They didn't. I don't think they didn't fight again until the last episode. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Did they go back to this fight in the in the second in the other episode then? No, it's just mm. this one time. I think mm. by the language used by both Kenobi and Hayden, I think that scene was supposed to represent his like um, Jedi Academy training. Like to become a Jedi Master, that was his like final battle. Like, for, can he defeat his master? Can he rise and become the Jedi Master? And I think him looking out over like <clears throat> Coruscant and looking supposedly at Padme's window, I think this is the scene just before he storms into her room and goes, "It's not fair. They won't accept me. Why won't they let me join? It's not fair." Mm. I think that's the gap it's trying to fill, and and that's probably one of Anakin's like strongest memories of Kenobi. The last time. They fought, and he felt that anger, that dark side. Okay. That was my interpretation. I've heard people say that this somehow backs up the line in A New Hope, which I disagree with, uh, where uh, Vader says, when I left you, I was but the learner, now I am the master. Hmm. And, and people were trying to say that this kind of backs that up. I don't see it at all. I see it more as... Like that particular line from A New Hope, I see it as when um, Anakin basically chose the dark side and cut off Mace Windu's arm. At that point, he was the learner of the dark side, and it took until A New Hope for him to master the dark side. I think that that's all that is, but I've heard so many other shows that I've listened to try to say it's something else, and I'm just like, not that I'm right and they're wrong, but I just don't see yeah. it their their way. Um because to me, this is Attack of the Clones. This is before uh, Anakin gets his hand cut off um, in Attack of the Clones, this this flashback scene. So this is still like really far away from Anakin's full turn. Um, but yeah, I, I can see what you're saying, Charlie, where he's he's going back to this. If is he that's the OK, before I even go any further, is he actually thinking about this? Mm hmm. When he's in the ship, is Obi-Wan thinking about it at all, or is it just Vader? 
probably the fanfic writer in me wants to say both because they're deeply connected to each other and one cannot be without the other and what one feels the other feels and that's because that's how i've always interpreted their relationship but Mm -hmm. i think vader's doing some serious contemplate that that man is seething he is but his body temperature is like boiling (laughs) right okay um oh and Lido, yeah i guess you were kind of right on now that i'm thinking more about it I don't think it's more of like Vader having an upper hand, but I think he's he's thinking about this fight, you know, this training exercise, whatever you want to call it, the flashback scene. And Obi-Wan tells him, oh, God, I wish I would have wrote it down. Your your need for victory is your undoing or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you go into like present time of the episode and obi-wan is all or i mean vader is all focused on obi-wan that's his his Mm. one track mind obi-wan 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 to where he ends up he destroys that one ship which was really ba but uh yeah you know and then the other one takes off because he's not focused on the surroundings Mm. he's focused on obi-wan kind of like what yoda says to luke always uh looking out to the future never on where he is and what he is doing yeah exactly so i think that that's um vader kind of thinking about all of that and just not seeing what's happening uh and i had another thought but i lost it so So his his hyper focus is his undoing yes yeah exactly um so i think maybe that's the connection of the, the the flashback stories to here as well um what what else uh Lito, you said you made some notes what yeah what uh, stood out to? charlie was like right dead on as far as reva and being one of the you know one of the younglings and um planning her revenge uh the whole time uh and and the, the inquisitor coming back like you were you, you saw that a mile away that's great that was great because i didn't um and you know, I, but I did think it was a little weak, her, like, actual uh, stepping up behind Vader and trying to strike him from behind. I think that was kind of like, oh, I don't think that was great. But, I yeah. think visually it was meant to be this idea that no matter how much hatred she has and no matter how much she wants him to die, she she was never going to succeed. And she mm-hmm. falls back. I think she re- the closer the moment gets for her, the closer she is to tasting victory the more she realizes this isn't going to work. And I think that's why she defaults to just, oh, well, screw it. I'm just going to slash at his back and hope for the best. And instead, what he does is some of the most incredible fight choreography I have ever seen. Man doesn't lift a finger. Right. Sensational footwork. Absolutely. Just beautiful. The fact that she tries to helicopter him and he's like, I'm just going to stop it. Mm. Enough now. Enough. (laughs) Yeah. I did not expect Vader to, because obviously, like, there's always been that kind of gag that the man can't move his neck. Like, he's he's stiff from, like, the shoulders up. So now we see that in practice. He's a wall that can move. Mm-hmm. Right. And because yeah. the Force aids his instincts and aids his speed, which Anakin was already very gifted with being a pilot, um, suddenly we see this really kind of dance almost between the two of them. 
And Reva is spitting and foaming and raging and filled with hatred and venom. And Vader's so casual. Yeah. Like, it's ter- It's so frightening. It's such a huge yet effortless display of power. And that chilled me to my core. You really see that he is not only a tactician, but he's a warrior. He's manipulative. He's psychotic. It. Ooh. Yeah, I don't Goodness think he's like. He didn't break a sweat, obviously, but I don't think he was taking her seriously at all because no, he knew that no. she had no chance. That's why she was so angry, I think, because he was almost laughing at her. Mm-hmm. I think he was laughing at her at one point because to him it's pathetic. No one could kill him. Right. Right. And and even when he had the lightsaber in his hand at one point, he was only using one hand because mm-hmm. he's like, I, what, what are you going to do to me? <laughs> I do have to ask a question bringing that part up, though, and hate me if you want. I think it's less of a question, more of a statement. I think he should have killed Reva there. I think that, yes. like, why Why are you standing here with your lightsaber scissors? You know, <laughs> he could have just dookooed her and been done. Um, Honestly, the, the, like the panic when he picked up the two sabers and crossed them. And I was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. <laughs> do a dooku. Yeah, um, I, I just, you know, it's nothing against her. No. I just think that 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 would have been the way to end that story, that part of the story. He let her live. I mean, he, I guess he didn't let her live, but he like just kind of pokes her with the lightsaber, which you would think that would kill somebody. Um, and then he walks away, kind of like Obi Wan walked away from him burning on Mustafar instead of finishing it. Um. I don't know. That's kind of a gripe. The whole thing leading up to it was some of the, like you were saying, just the best choreographed. Uh, I loved it. I rewatched it again yesterday. Just that scene, because he's just kind of holding his hand up, you know, doing force stuff. And she's gotten she's got nothing. She did try. I'll give her effort. You know, she's like rolling around on the ground trying to get around him. And he's just she's 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 trying her hardest but also yeah. she isn't fully trained in the fall she never finished her jedi training right she she's like um she's she's like force powers for dummies that's the energy like she really doesn't know as much as she thinks she knows and a uniform and a lightsaber only does yeah a uniform and a lightsaber does not jedi make right <laughs> nice way, way, um, way to put it right or a Sith, depending on, you know, how you want to phrase it. But I think her redemption was necessary in the end. I would also like to point out the absolute heartbreak that the last time Owen and Baru saw somebody carried back from the desert in somebody else's arms was Anakin carrying the body of his mother. Oh, I knew that was familiar to me. Wow. So no wonder they had such a kind of intense reaction because their first thought would be, oh, my God, Luke is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our little boy is gone. Wow, I didn't think about that. See, yeah, maybe there's more. You guys to chew on. don't. If you don't follow the Instagram account Star Wars Parallels, uh-huh. I recommend it immensely. It's where I've learned the majority of this. Nice. They like stack current and old Star Wars together and show that really, it's like poetry and it's a rhyme. Um, well, that all helps, you know, like. Make everything meaningful, you know? That's great. I think that's what this show was. It was a a very artful tapestry of giving us as much fan service as humanly possible. I don't think I've ever been so, like, stuffed of fan service. (laughs) 
Like I'm so full. I cannot eat anymore. That's that's one of my if we're I don't know if we're at gripes yet. Should I wait? Um I We're mean, gently if, griping. Yeah, I think you can probably do it. Yeah. One little thing is like I, I think it's this was like the the beginning of me feeling the little bit of oversaturation of Star Wars, like a little bit too much. Oh really? I mean, yeah, like I think I'm I think I'm hitting you like Charlie just said, I'm getting like I can't I can't keep up. Like I'm starting to not be able to, you know, not be, you know, on top of everything cuz there's just so much. You know. Kind of like like what happened with Marvel. I just couldn't keep up with movies and shows and <sighs> and I just like stopped. <laughs> That's yeah, that happened to me with Marvel. I it's there's so much that I haven't seen now because it became too much to keep up with and try to right. keep track of. Um, it's like a full time so, job. Yeah, and that's that's what pulled me out of the High Republic as well. Uh, the books and stuff. I was buying the comic books and trying to read the books, and I'm like, I, there were so many characters in that that I'm like, God, I can't keep track of all these people. And yeah, like the next couple books came out, and I'm like. They're probably good and enjoyable, but I can't. It's it, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, it's to get emotionally attached to so many different characters. It's impossible, mm. you know. Oh, yeah, you know, let some slip. You gotta let the you know some of them go, uh, and then and then they might have awesome uh, awesome stories, and you, you I, I just can't. I just can't keep up. It's too much. I think that's a fair statement. Um. Can I make another gripe? Yeah, gripe <laughs> away. Sorry to start the gripes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did it. No, um, I'm trying to find it, but I think I, I don't really need my notes for it. Um, again, I feel like I have to do like a disclaimer here. It's about Reva. I have nothing against Moses Ingram. I have nothing mostly against uh, Reva other than that parkour stuff in the first episode that was terrible and that wasn't her fault that was the writing um, I feel like her story kind of ended at the in the finale right um, and I started thinking about Obi-Wan Obi-Wan was a little emotional in their conversation there and I feel like she maybe could have it doesn't change my opinion on the story maybe she should have died there and and in the poetry situation of Star Wars, fallen into Obi-Wan's arms, how everyone else has died in his arms, like Satine, Maul, uh, Qui-Gon. I feel like it, they they missed a little bit of a beat there, but I know why, because they probably want to put her in other content, which is fine. What do you got? Also, um, this is the first time Obi-Wan has gotten to actually redeem somebody from the dark side. He was denied <laughs> that chance with Anakin, like a hundred percent denied. And now Reva is coming to him saying, help, help me. What do I do now? And he's able to go, you choose. Yeah, that's <laughs> you get, true. You get that option and he gets that, that healing, which I think was part of the reason we were told this story in the first place. So we can see that he is healing he is recovering he is ready to move on to the next stage of being obi-wan kenobi and that he can sort of save someone from the dark side finally he can save someone finally he's able to do the thing that he has tortured like him for his whole life that's yeah that's a really good point i can i could i'd rather see it that way um i have to say that her performance in that scene and then in this part five when they're talking through that doorway 
like freaking masterful. Like her, both of their acting in that part of uh, part five was excellent, but she really sold it for me the way she was kind of like, you know, talking, speaking quietly and, and kind of trying to hold back, getting upset and crying and, I, I bought right into it. I was right there. So, again, I don't dislike the character. I'm just saying for a story purpose, maybe they could have. But, mm. no, I, I like your your point there about him actually being able to save someone and, and help them redeem themselves and all of that. I think that's a lot better. Yeah. Reva went to the villain school of quiet, loud, quiet speaking. Um <laughs> <laughs> That is that is the energy. I I love that she goes from just whispering at Kenobi to just screaming at him. Like I really respect that energy. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> so she's also not afraid of her emotions, which I thought was a really really nice character choice. You often find with female characters, they're written in a way that their emotions are either kind of brushed off by other characters or not considered as important or impactful especially mm. when it comes to strong emotions like anger and betrayal and upset. But Reva was just allowed to absolutely go. Vader was like, yes, I support it. Go and be angry. Go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can feel your anger. Um, overall, though, like, I guess just to, to wrap up with her, I thought, I thought she was a pretty solid character, decent villain. Um, mm. It'll be interesting to see if they do anything else with the character. And uh, there was like one other thing I did have a note about, but I can't find it. So forget it. My notes are kind of, again, scatterbrained. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, I guess, a gripe. But but I guess not so much after hearing your point of view, Charlie. I think it's, oh, bless you. I think I can sleep better on that one. Please do not make me, make me feel like I'm forcing you to change your opinion. No, no, no. I just, I... <laughs> I guess it really, I could go either way with it. Mm. Uh, but I, I absolutely see your point as well, 100%. Cool. But but yeah, to, to see Obi-Wan happy... Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, really, because the guy has seen so much hell in in his lifetime. So so yeah, I mean, if, if him... him be. If him seeing Reva kind of just drop her lightsaber on the sand makes him happy, then then I'm happy, so... Um, any other gripes or are we going like all in on gripes or are we, are we going back to any thing we liked about part five? I got a couple things from part five that I just wanted to mention. Okay. Just to like, you know, I mean, going back and forth. Um, one, uh, it was good to see stormtroopers hit something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my Two. favorite gag. Yeah. Right. Uh, was it Tal Tala? Talia? Tala? Tala. Tala, yeah. 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 Uh, I thought she, you know, she went out a hero's, you know, had took a hero's death um, and did a great job um, throughout the whole series. Um, the, the actress, um, it's, a, it's a hard. In, in, Indira. Indira Varma? Yeah. yeah. I yes. Good. Loved her in Game of Thrones, too. Right. Anyways, She's a she's a she's a rising star, um, and then third, lastly, um, I was looking through my notes and I have a big like what they showed the kids getting killed in uh, you know Order sixty six. I was like, whoa, we actually mm. get to see the kids get. Oh you know what I mean? yeah, he like swiped one with a lightsaber, didn't he? Yeah, and then the kid goes down, right? 
Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because we were talking about that. Like, we've never seen that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, kind of, you know, this is kind of, kind of disturbing on Disney Plus. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of a bold thing to do um, to show that. Right. Yeah, dude, that was a, many episodes ago that we talked about that. And yeah. I was like, I remember saying something and you were like, well, they can't. They can't show that. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so that's hardcore. That's hardcore stuff. Especially, and, like you said, for Disney. Damn. Yeah. And then the last episode, they said something about some of these scenes might be graphic. They had that little disclaimer. And I thought they were going to be showing more of that or something. But mm-hmm. I guess it must have been um, Anakin's face. But yeah. They should have put a Probably. disclaimer on, on, on the fifth episode, too, you know. I think they did. I thought it was before every episode. Oh, it was? I thought so. Oh, I only noticed on the last one. Okay, cool. Because I know they did it in the first episode. Um, okay. I could be wrong. Uh, to touch on Tala, Tala. I I loved her. Um, don't tell Jennifer, but I could totally fall in love with Tala. I thought <laughs> she was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jennifer! <laughs> uh she your man's talking about star wars women again <laughs> she's got to be used to it by now but <laughs> oh yeah she's just i don't know i just i loved her chemistry with obi-wan i i think that they i know that there was like rumors that there was supposed to be like a love interest or something between the two of them which it, i'm glad they changed it that's fine <laughs> But uh, but you could see that they had really great chemistry and she helped him like, you know, she helped him kind of move forward in his path to to coming back to the light. And uh, and her her conversations with little Leia were adorable. I just I was sad when when Tala got shot. I was like, oh, no, I'm like, I was hoping to see her like an Andor or something. But well. Well, it goes by the rule of TV that if you didn't see a body, <laughs> then she's not dead. And no we one's... did not see her body. All we saw was an explosion. So that big, big, big boy droid could have quite easily just laid over the top of her. Brock like Lesnar. cocooned himself. Bro- yeah, Brock Lesnar droid could have cocooned himself around her. And then she's surprised. Absolutely fine. Makes a great return in Endor. Pursues the love of her life. Obi-Wan Kenobi across the deserts of Tatooine. Lovely. Um... <laughs> No, I only ship Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. I'm sorry. I refuse all other relationships. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did you happen to notice, too, like, when... I think it was when they got off of the ship, when they got back from rescuing Leia, and Tala runs over to the Brock Lesnar droid and kind of, like, puts her hand on its chest. I noticed that as well. I looked at both Nick and Sydney and was like... Is this yeah. like a is this like a Lando and L3. like a Lando and L three situation? Is That's... is is are they trying to say like, like droid relationships are kind of a thing in Star Wars? I mean, maybe maybe she likes him because he doesn't talk, so he's just a really good listener. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, Lido? Oh, they did. They did yeah. name drop Quinlan Voss in that one episode, and then we didn't get to see him at all in the series, which kind of seemed weird. Why why drop his name just to say, hey, we know like that this guy exists, or do you think we'll see him in something upcoming? 
Yeah, that's one of the things I was going to say is like, I wish that we would have seen more of uh, that un- Jedi Underground Railroad that they were kind of set up, mm-hmm. you know, and that's probably what that is. It's just set up in this uh, in this series and then pay off in a different series because hopefully they, could, mm-hmm. they couldn't fit it all in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they they only had what six episodes to do this, so um, I don't really have oh, Satine, no mention of Satine. <gasps> I know, yeah. I feel cheated. Yeah, that's one I, where I'm like, they, uh-huh. they should have. Well, well, Are they, they trying to separate from Clone Wars a little? Like it feels like there's definitely like it's like we we love and accept the live action book. Sort of this distance towards the. I don't know. Mm. Seems odd to not mention her when so much time is spent kind of with Obi Wan and focused on Obi Wan. Right. What wasn't kind there? Of... Oops, sorry. No, 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 no. After you. No, 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 no. You finish. You finish. <laughs> no, I, I actually don't know what I was going to say now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too I polite for my own good. No. Uh, what wasn't there uh, at the beginning, first episode? Wasn't there kind of like we thought he was mentioning Satine? Oh yeah, yeah it was totally Padme though. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, oh, a gripe that I think one a tiny. It's like a tiny, like a weenie. <laughs> of it's it's an Oscar Myers wiener. Um, <laughs> I. Of all of the plot holes that have been filled, which includes the things like um, Leia not pretending not to know who like Obi-Wan Kenobi is and you serve my father in the Clone Wars. Um, all of those little things. The only thing we haven't seen filled in is where does Leia get the memories of her mother from? Mm-hmm. I was hoping that like, I don't know, Kenobi kind of gifted them to her through the force like i was hoping there'd be some sort of well well let me show you and like do a kind of vulcan like yeah. mind meld vibe mm. um that's the only thing that because she says it so sincerely to luke in return of the jedi that she she has memories of her mother not much but her face and it seems like a very poignant kind of spoke of the wheel if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i was kind of thinking along the same lines as you but like my thoughts went to the crow movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that mm, where I have, I love at, that film where at the end he's like 30 was it 36 hours of pain. And he puts his hands on the guy's head all for you. And I'm like, maybe Obi-Wan could do something, you know, obviously not dark, <laughs> but you know, like, uh, well, like Luke kind of does with Grogu in, in the book of Boba Fett too, where he oh, yeah. helps him remember something that he probably didn't want to remember. But yeah, images of, of Padme somehow, uh, bounced off into her mind but a thought while you were talking Charlie maybe something happens to Leia's adoptive mother so she only has like what 10 years memory of her I don't know I, hmm. I that's one that's, that they, that's an angle I didn't consider thank you for that Okay. They they need to tie that up somehow though it's, it's the one last kind of little thing that's left me being like yeah but what does it mean? Mm-hmm. Where? How? Right. Because there's no way she would remember her as a newborn. That just, I mean, unless the force I mean, gives you that yeah, ability. Anakin and sort of Anakin and Kenobi and Padme, they all have like this kind of shared force vision of Padme's death, of the birth of the children and Padme's death. So you could argue that that kind of transferred to the children, like in utero during birth, because 
I don't know how much has been written about um, what carrying force sensitive children does to a non force sensitive like human mm. and what kind of effect that would have on like your psyche and, and kind of like you would I would assume even infants like force sensitive infants in the womb communicate with the mother that's carrying them. Like, I think that's a really interesting concept that's not we don't really know about like pregnancy in, in the Star Wars universe. Not really. Right. They do touch on that in other other uh, material, though, too. I remember there was a Cylon that was pregnant in Battlestar Galactica where she could, like, feel certain things from the baby. And uh, only and I only know this one because my fiance watched these movies religiously. But there was something, I think, in the Twilight films where uh, the girl, whatever her name was, was pregnant. with Bella. Like, yeah. And I, May. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you know this stuff too. <laughs> I am, I am a Twihard. I am a big okay. Twilight fan. Um, but wasn't there like a kind of communication from yes. her baby to her? So yes, it could be similar. In maybe that's Star where I got it from because Renesmee is like vampire ability, is she can show people like she communicates by showing people pictures, like okay. from her head into their head of things that she knows and she remembers. Right on. Maybe we solved it. Maybe we did solve it. There we go. That's that done. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. I, I was going to bring up something off yep. topic that you guys are talking about, as usual. <laughs> nice. Sully Stark, the like uh, the pilot. Um, do you guys think there's more to her? I mean, I don't know. I think I'm I'm um, pointing towards this? Sully. She is um, part of the. She's she's the person who's um, uh, piloting one of those uh, snow speeders. Oh, in the Kenobi show. Yeah. Yes. Okay. In Kenobi show. Yeah. Well, you said off topic. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm no. Trying it, to think of like who's Sully. What movie are you talking yeah, it, about? <laughs> in the yeah, in the show, in the show we're talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. I'm, the episode. I'm, I'm here yeah. with you now. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just what is not what you guys were talking about specifically. It was like, gotcha. you know, do you guys do you guys think there's anything to her? Like, um, she might be, I don't know, someone's, you know, relative or anything. What was her last name? Stark. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what it shows up on. Uh, is she like a member of the Stark family, Game of Thrones, <laughs> or or Tony Stark. <laughs> Yeah. Tony Stark. From Iron oh yeah, Man. the ultimate crossover. Oh god! Okay. No, I mean she, <laughs> her likeness. Episode? Her likeness looks a lot like Rose Tico to me. Like that's I nice. was gonna say, oh, okay. I, yeah. I wonder if we're we're seeing specific characters for specific reasons. And yeah, I mean, you guys like know in the comics that Poe Dameron was supposedly conceived at the celebration after the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. Like that's like how his mum and dad met, and what? they went off to a tent in the middle of the celebrations, and you know. Woohoo! Um, Poe Dameron was born <laughs> with all the Ewoks around. Jeez. Yeah, watching <laughs> <laughs> in a big circle <laughs> with the drums, singing yoga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's possible. You know, they definitely. I noticed um, in one shot they kind of. The camera hesitated on her a lot longer than probably they they would for a side character. So right. there's probably something to her. I, I don't know. I know. Um, 
I know I said this a few like episodes ago, but I think everything in this is very deliberate. There it a is. A lot of um, well, I mean, you've mentioned a lot of the the parallels to the sequel trilogy stuff, and you can totally see that. So, <laughs> Ray is a Kenobi. Ray is a Kenobi. Ray is a Kenobi. Yes. Yes. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that's I sweet. Abs- that's what I thought she was when the Force Awakens the trailer dropped and everyone went bonkers theorizing. I was a hundred percent she's team, she's Camp Kenobi, she is Kenobi's granddaughter. I will hear no other argument. <laughs> yeah. And now Deborah Chow says, maybe. 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 So I was see, I was all like even after the Force Awakens, I was like, okay, Ray and Ben are brother sister, like the solo twins in in the uh, Thrawn trilogy books, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, the Kenobi thing, you never know. There could be some kind of something tied to that. I'd be okay with it. I don't really have an issue with her taking the name Skywalker either. Good, because um, then we'd have an issue. I'm joking. Oh, wow. Okay, so I do have a problem. <laughs> I'm going to change my mind just so we can fight. <laughs> get some celebration tickets, get here, and we'll fight about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of like. What did you mention a couple weeks ago, Charlie? The the clothing, uh, Obi Wan's clothing was very similar to mm. Ray's. So I think I, I shared a post about it on my story that shows like the first outfit we see is this kind of dusky, taupey, tan colored. It's dirty. It's grimy. It's only fit for purpose, and that's Ray's scavenger costume in the Force Awakens. It's grimy. Mm. It's dirty. It's well worn. It's sandy. And then you see him transition in the middle kind of chunk of the, it sort of fits like a trilogy, really. The kind of middle chunk of the episodes, so sort of three and four, we see him in these dark greys, dark blues, very much like Ray's costume in The Last Jedi. That's a fun fact. She takes one of Ben's old tunics from the Millennium Falcon, like Ben Solo, and she cuts it up and makes it into her tunic. And then she dies like there's like a whole breakdown in one of the diaries i have by ray um and she like re-dies all of the wraps and we see that fucking obi we see this dark colors and then by the end of the series he's walking out in white which is what we see ray transition to in the rise of skywalker and i think that's very deliberate (laughs) talk about parallels yeah very very parallels and when he's sitting outside in the was it the first episode eating his food just like just like ray with the the way she did yeah Oh man, now I want some sushi. <laughs> you only get one portion. Quarter <laughs> portion. <laughs> but last week this was worth half. <laughs> Lito, you <laughs> said you had to be done at what time? Oh, uh, at about four thirty our time. Okay, I just I looked at the time. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I only had like I think one other thing. Um, I want to see Rupert Friend play the Grand Inquisitor more often because I effing love him. I love the way he speaks. (laughs) It's that it's almost like voice acting level, isn't it? I think that's Mm -hmm. why it seems so kind of eccentric and exciting because he's really hamming it up. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's very. um, Oh, it reminds me of um, uh, Anthony Hopkins portrait of uh, Hannibal Lecter. That level of kind of over theatrics. He absolutely eats people on the side. Like I really <laughs> put it past him. Um, all this pointy teeth before. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, to go from like the first time they showed him being like, eh, he looks 
not like the guy in the um, cartoon <laughs> to at the end i'm like oh please God, give me more uh, yeah the smugness with which he stands over reaver and he's basically just yep <laughs> totally. that is for anyone listening i made a very rude hand gesture yes <laughs> two of them two of them <laughs> um but yeah i i he was great the acting in this whole series was probably the best acting in star wars right like yeah i don't have an issue with any of it I don't know. Even even Reaver's mega dramatic. My entire left side of my face is quivering while I cry. I wasn't even fussed. I was like, honestly, just have your emotions, babe. Please, mm-hmm. just have a cry. You'll feel so much better. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, you're okay with ice cubes, son? Oh yeah, I I love broken. I want in and or put him in and or put him in everything because he's brilliant. <laughs> I saw him tweet something. Uh, God, I wish I I should have screenshotted it, but it was perfect because I keep saying, you know, I, I keep seeing Ice Cube from Boys in the Hood, right? When I see him and he tweeted one of the lines from that movie. They don't know. They don't show. And I can't remember how the rest of it goes. And he's like, I should have said this at this point in the Obi-Wan show. And I'm like, yes. Oh, my God. He's- imagine. No, because now the next time he's on screen for something, they're going to slip like an ice cube lyric in. They're going <laughs> to... They need that'd to. Be, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> but no, I think he's a great actor. I've never seen him in anything else, and I was... I I bought everything he was he was doing on screen. A, a good, like, epilogue would be him talking to Obi-Wan and, him, and, and the guy saying, yeah, Obi-Wan, today was a good day. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> He did say that that line in um, was it the uh, it was the finale I think when Obi Wan was telling him people are following you and you know don't ever stop leading them and he was like I'm just getting started and I'm like God that is so his dad saying that <laughs> just, yeah no I I would love to see more of him and I hope maybe in Andor we do uh, great character I love the characters in this this series I don't really have there isn't one that I'm like. They sucked. No, I, I think they were all great. Little Leia was perfect. People I know that weren't really digging the other Star Wars streaming series have told me that they love this one. They mm-hmm. love the acting. And um, I haven't heard anyone that I know have any issues with Little Leia. So, Oh, you know what? I tried to get my daughter to watch this and she said no. Really? Yep. And I think she would have liked Little Leia. They're almost... Well, it's the same age. Yeah, well, in the, in the stories, yeah. But excuse bless me. you, bless, bless you. That they was adorable. In, they come in threes. <laughs> they come in threes. Bless you. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, but yeah, she couldn't. She wouldn't watch it. She would, we. And it's weird. Like we've only. It's the Mandalorian. Was it? That's all we. Um, really. We've all the only thing we've watched together, and we woke up and everything to watch it. Like, she won't, she won't do it anymore. She's watching mm. Marvel now. So, uh, I know. I mean, she's, a young woman of exceptional taste. Marvel <laughs> is good. She's just not feeling the Star Wars as much, maybe. No, and I even told her, like, hey, you know, <laughs> you want to watch this? It's good. But she doesn't listen now. You will yeah, watch Kenobi. Yeah, you will. But yeah, if if Dad says it's good, then it's not cool, is it? 
No, uh, I, oh, there it is. That's oh, the kiss that of death. Age, yeah, yep. that's true. That's true. That's it. That's my. I gotta. I gotta reverse psychology. The thing. Yeah, okay. it was. Right. It was like my dad sitting me down as a kid and going, "So here is Sharp with Sean Bean in it, and it's about Confederate America, and you're gonna really enjoy." It. I hated it. <sighs> the oh. amount of that horrible, horrible show you made me watch. <laughs> That and John Wayne movies until I was like blue in the face with just please can I leave? I, I want to leave. <laughs> mm. That's funny. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I didn't oh. like anything my parents liked until oh. I hit my 20s, I think. And then I was like, oh, you guys are pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suddenly it all changes and you're there going, hey, why was I not? Why was I not utilizing this time when I was young? Right. Like when my mom, who's in her early 70s, texts me asking me if I've watched the new episode yet. I'm just like, how bleeping adorable is that? Yeah. <laughs> like my mom is awesome. <laughs> um. All right. So, I mean, I don't really have much else. I think I ripped through most of the notes I found mm-hmm. that I had. Um. Even my gripes, I didn't really have as many as I thought I did. So, yeah. Like I had a few niggles maybe, but overall, again, I, I cannot understate how much I thoroughly enjoyed this as a series, how much I cried, I laughed. I It, it was everything I wanted it to be as a Star Wars fan and how mm-hmm. and for what I love about Star Wars and what I value about Star Wars. It hit all of those notes perfectly. Same. Yeah, I, you know, I was scared that it was going to suck and mm-hmm. and I I'm so glad it didn't. I mean, Same. overall, if I'm going to letter grade the series, I would do like a, a solid A. Um, mm. It was almost perfect. And I wouldn't mind seeing more. Yeah. I don't know what stories they could tell. They kind of wrapped it up nicely, but but I would be I would be OK with seeing even, you know, like you said, Charlie, maybe Obi-Wan pops in on an Andor episode or That'd be nice. You know, some of these other characters show up somewhere else. I, I think that would be good. Or uh, Sully. Was, is that the name? Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll see Sully in uh, Andor. Because it happens right around the same time, right? I don't know. I think it Probably. does. Or at least very close. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to start. I mean, this could lead to what we see in, in Rogue One. It's only like about 10 years. Um, so, yeah. This could be the seeds that right. grow into that rebellion that's kind of happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, my only thing is, is yeah, I mean, this is a great series, but and it was a, it was an a plus all over the place, but I'm wondering, I'm left wondering, did we, did, did star Wars jump the shark? Is this it? Is this where it jumped the shark? So that's all. Oh, that's a reference to jaws, right? Where the, I think it's like the third one where the, the shark jumps over the boat and it became, no, 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 Happy Days. Is happy it Happy Days? days? Yeah. Happy Days, happy that's days. it. And yeah, people were like, this show had reached a, like a, such a point of ridiculousness that the shark right. jumped over the boat. That was it. Yeah. yeah. I'm so it, proud that I remembered that. Yeah, here you go. You got the reference. See? Once again. Yeah. Oh, so you're worried that this is this is the shark is, jumping is, over the boat. Is this, is this the show that finally, you know too much you know does what I mean? this, that's all yeah, does, that's, does this mark the uh, decline of star wars yeah really i don't know i'm just that's that's my feelings my thoughts it's like i hope not you know i hope it's still like quality you know good stuff mm-hmm. all the way through and you know deborah chow is amazing like she came from the mandalorian you know 
uh, school of directing. So that's great. Yes. And as long as they keep, you know, maybe doing that and just using those directors to do more TV, that should be fine. But I mean, if it's not this show, then, you know, when is it probably going to happen? I mean, how many more extra seasons of The Walking Dead did we get? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I stopped at like eight, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when, when are we going to get to a point where we're just like, okay. Oh, God, I hope it never happens. Do you think maybe you're just kind of itching for a, a Star Wars movie? Yeah. Oh, good. I know a good old-fashioned movie would be nice. I mean, just to, you know, yeah, give us that like quintessential Star Wars, you know, I... uh you know, thing, you know, move, you know, thing, you know, because I mean, if the movies are, are mm-hmm. like the, the gospel of Star Wars and then these are like, you know, short, you know, like, like books, really mm-hmm. like visual books. Um, they, 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 they go in places, but they don't really, you know, they don't really change much. They don't really change the overall thing the story. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. I mean, only time will tell, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, is it time? It is. But did Lito? Did you give a letter grade? I can't. Did oh I, yeah. Did I miss for the it? whole for the whole thing? Yeah, for the whole. Series. Oh yeah, no, it was an A. Yeah, absolutely. A A plus. I mean, same. I'm I'm not I'm not hating on it at all. I'm just I'm just wondering. You just know. wondering if we've we've reached that point of too much. Yeah, no, too much. Yeah, it's a fair it's a fair thought. Yeah. Um, before it's time, I have to do something that Lido usually reminds me to do. <laughs> okay, I got to play the clip, right? Uh. Play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I just played it. <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe we're gonna have to if if we don't have like any guesses in like a month. Maybe we have to bump something else into the prize, you know, add another prize to the pot. Yeah, just your copper pot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, okay, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Yeah. All right. So, Clone Army Radio's almost nearly impossible Clone Wars challenge. I think I got it right this time. Not that bad. It's not that bad. Apparently, it is because in oh, buddy, crickets, crickets all around. <laughs> Not even rural farm boys taking a guess on this one. Damn. Did we call them? Calling you out, rural farm boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> right now? Well, not right now, but when he's listening, he's going to be like, ah, I got to watch all the Clone Wars. <laughs> all right, here we go. What season? What episode? That's okay. all they get. I, I mean, I know what it is. I can totally tell. Yeah. Okay. I can all tell right. you what it is right now off the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, don't tell us now. Um, yes. So that's it. Darth Vader Lego helmet. A few bucks for some pizza or coffee. You know, that's, that's <laughs> the deal. But uh, up next, we oh, have ourselves. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm ready to be thoroughly embarrassed. Let's go. I'm glad I don't play this game. Nice. Because I would be horrible at it. What's the name of the game, Lita? It's uh, Bamped FC. Yeah. Babu's name that freaking clip. Bamped <laughs> FC. 
Nice. <laughs> it sounds like doesn't it sound like a soccer? Like a, like a, your football. Your football. It made me think of that uh that skateboarder dude. What the heck was the name of that show? It was on MTV years ago. Tony God, Hawk? No. Uh Bant? His name was Bam. Right? Oh, Bam Majera or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Jackass? I thought, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know that. But there's no, like, vowel in this. So, bant, I, you can't even say bant. It's like, oh, there's no A. There's, there's no yeah. A. Yeah, where the hell's the A? There's no A. It's just, I don't know how to say a word without a... It's B-N-T-F-C. How about that? B-N-T-F-C. Bimp. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Babu's name that freaking clip. Oh, God. Are you guys ready for number one? No, no, no. No? Turn up <laughs> yes. your... Yes, yes. <laughs> turn up your volumes. Here we go. Oh. It's a long one. You probably could have, like, Shortened it, I think. Sure. But that's Vader's music. Pretty sure. I don't know. Oh gosh. Um Is it the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Very good. Oh, it's Kylo Ren's music, isn't it? Sydney's gonna absolutely batter me for that. Oh my yep. <laughs> I am a terrible fan. I do not know my Star Wars. <laughs> when his uh is it the tie interceptor? I think he has. Yeah. Flies in and and then he's on Mustafar, which doesn't look like Mustafar to me. But. Right. And he's he's just annihilating those creatures. I don't know what they're called, but I'm sure they have a name. Yeah. It was a cool scene. Yep. So, all right. All right so have all eleven or twelve movies in your head at all times. <laughs> Ready for the okay. next one? Yep. Nice. You guys get a point. Here we go. And right now. Your empire needs you. Oh, you oh, shouldn't have that, left that part in. <laughs> is, was that Hux? No. Was it Solo? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Your empire needs you. Kind of gave it away. <laughs> well, I, I put it in there on purpose because you're like, it's all like just sound effects. So I'd like be good to have some sort of voice in there. I'm uh, horrible at this. I'm going to cry. I'm, no. So, you know what part that is? <laughs> it's uh, on the, the mud planet. Um, Mim- Nim- Mimban. Nimban, yeah. Yeah. And it's right. Troopers. Right, so the beginning is right where Solo's flying through the air. Oh, is it that yeah. part? We'll have you flying in no time, and it's showing. Yeah. <laughs> it's great writing there. I love it. Okay. Okay, how do I do this? I don't I don't know how that's to do. Okay. Ready for the next one? Mm-hmm. All right, you guys are two, two for two. Here's number three. <laughs> Yes. Well, 
That was Snoke, right? Maybe. You're trying to get me to get mm. something away. You gonna hear it again? I'm gonna say the Last Jedi because I think that I think that was Snoke, but also you hear- possibly the end of the Phantom Menace. Can we have it again? Is that okay? Absolutely, Quiz master, here, please. Here it is. Yes. Hmm. Oh wait. That's Darth Maul. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it? Isn't it the end of the Phantom Menace with the gates, the the the, the barriers that hum? It was that silence and that. Yeah. I'm going to say Solo. I'm going to say Phantom Menace. John's right. Damn. God, it's, I thought that was Snoke there, like at first. <laughs> Hera's putting in like the key, and then the like the windows close. Yes. Of and then the hologram shows up, and then he says. You know, he says what he says. I think he says, you know, so that's what it is. Johnny, you are way better at this than I am. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you're kind of like. As you're there getting three right in a row. Okay. (laughs) All right. Number four. I only got five. So we're almost done. What? You said said only do five. Just kidding. I'm messing with you. All right. Here we go. What? (laughs) Number five. Oh yeah, that's gotta be. <laughs> well, that's Charlie. Charlie. Charlie knows. Oh yeah, of course. Um, it's definitely the Tuscan Raiders. Like I yes. recognize that donkey noise anywhere. Yes. Um, is it like in A New Hope when they yes. capture Luke and they whack him over the head and they right, ooh, ooh. Yep. R- right before is right before when he's in his. We, they're about to shoot him. Yes. And um, like this, the, the speeder is just on the screen, and they're about to shoot him. They're on the canyon, and yes. they're like, "Let's just hold off for a second, and then, and then they go do that." So there yes. you go. Yes. I was like, I nice. was, I was there, but I wasn't totally there until I heard the final <laughs> play, like the last like second or two of it, real quick, where the music kicks in. <laughs> that part, it, yeah, I remember it from playing the old Lego Star Wars and the Jundlin Wastes, like. I just I always remember hearing that little theme. Isn't that funny? What triggers you? Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's not stuff. That's pretty cool. And you guys are good. I could never I could never also, do this. Yeah, go ahead. It's the it's the proper like it's the original Tuscan noise from the original movies because the newer one has less of that donkey kind of hee haw to it. Ah, oh really? Interesting. Yeah. Very nice. It's a bit more kind of a. Uh, like digitally enhanced, whereas in the original, they literally, I think one of the, his name is like two Bs, one of like the famous Foley artists for Star Wars, especially the original trilogy. He literally went to like a, a wildlife park and just recorded a bunch of the animals for like a whole day. <clears throat> Interesting. That's, yeah, I never knew that. That's freaking sweet. I, I love all those little, how, how you have all that. Where Where do you keep all this information? This is great. Um, I have a special subsection in the back of my brain called Star Wars. That's where specific, just next to my hippocampus, specifically dedicated for Star Wars information. Oh, wow. (laughs) Hippocampus. That's great. (laughs) That's a good spot. I mean, word for seahorse. Okay. Ready for the last one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
All right, here we go. I'm okay. Do you know what that is? Yes. Solo? It nope. sounded like sounded like Han Solo, but Ready? I'm okay. I thought I thought this was the easiest one. Oh it's one. Finn. It's Finn. Very good. It sound like Finn, yeah. Um is it the is it the Force Awakens? Yes. Um, God, I can't picture where though. No, is it is it when he's like stumbling around, like he's he's coming from the like explosion and he's he's running around like looking for water and he bumps into Ray and he fall. Yeah, there's something with him falling. Yes, there's something with him falling. Very good, very good. Yeah. I'm trying to play the movie in my head. <laughs> Okay. Oh, they're in the ship. No, they're in they're in the Millennium Falcon. She's trying to get it to fly and BB-8's like suckered to the walls and Finn like actually falls over something. And he gets Pl- up and goes, "I'm okay." That's what, super close. BB-8? Yeah, it's got BB-8 in it. That's what that's yeah. that's the sound of BB-8 falling. Oh, he picks them up to go into the the little hole where Ray is. Yeah. Working. Oh, yeah, that's it. He's, they're trying to get in. He falls in. And right. BB-8 like falls on top of him and he's like, "I'm okay." <laughs> That's it. That's it. You got there it. There we go. <laughs> yes. Very good. That's it. That's my clips. Very good. good Very good. Well done. Good clips. Okay. All right. You guys did great. Amazing. That was really fun. Yes. I got to I got to be on the other side oh, once though, man. That was nothing. I was I would know no, I would know nothing. I would know I would absolutely be horrible at this game. You say that, but I think you'd probably do all right. No, I know that. I'm like, <laughs> even when I go to pick these clips, I'm like, I don't remember this. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wouldn't get funny. this. Yeah. So great job, guys. Hats off. Thank you. Uh, I turn off the wall. <laughs> nice. Schlotkins. What? <laughs> guys, what All are we right. going to talk about next week? There's no Kenobi. I know. It's episode 100 next week. What are we going to do? <laughs> Lito, you've got a week to give us 100 Babu Frick clips. Oh, that was I our... would leave. I would stop listening and I'm part of the recording. <laughs> Remember that was our plan from like episode one? We would take, we would get, we would do 100 trivia questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can give you a hundred trivia questions if that's what you want. I have about five hundred. So what? I would love that. I would uh, love to do 100? that. Show. If you guys want a hundred questions? Yes, I can give I would, you a hundred questions. I would love that. It has to it, be like a question a minute, like quick fire. Yeah, yeah it was going to be a four-hour show. Right. It would be oh, a hundred questions, a hundred minutes. That's that's not Ooh. even two hours. We could maybe wow. do that. We could, yeah, and like, and then. And then, you know, obviously we would grade ourselves and we'll get a 54%. 54%. F plus. Amazing. But oh, I would totally do that. Same. On air spitballing. Yeah. Why not? We've Could got time. Fun. We've got yeah. time. It's yeah, we've got like 15 episodes, so we're good. Oh. All right, so... 
I guess we are wrapping up the Obi-Wan recap. Um, cool. This was a good time. It was a good app. It was a good Jeez. time. Absolutely. And uh, congrats again to you, Charlie, for <gasps> Thanks. celebration. Thanks, everyone. Yes. Thanks. Hell yeah. We can't wait. Yeah, um, as of 49 minutes ago, Saturday tickets have sold out. Wow. So I'm so excited. You're gonna, are, you, are you planning to like buy like everything or? I, I don't know. I'm not, because of kind of how much everything's cost and how much kind of like hotels and transport and all of this sort of stuff, I'm not aiming to spend like ridiculous amounts of money on like merch and props and goodies and stuff because I kind of have everything that I need. Um, or everything that I'd really want in terms of like big props. So I think I'm more just excited to to meet people that I've like spoken to for like years on Instagram, but never had the chance to meet in person. Like that's what I'm most excited about. And also Star Wars celebration means annual Ray meetup. So I'm super excited to hopefully be a part of that. Awesome. And I get to meet the Rays and the community that helped get me into the costume, helped me like really get into the character. It's heaven absolute heaven and you'll be you'll be boots on the ground for us and um, i will maybe they'll will drop be... some exclusive stuff that day and you'll be able to they will and i will happily tell you both everything in the dms furiously Hell yeah. <laughs> nice as if as if i'm going to celebration as if that's so wild we will end it on that happy note very much so thanks everyone for listening may the schwartz be with you may the schwartz be witches May the Schwartz be with you. Whoa. <laughs> oh, is that Man Mothma? Um, I don't know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find my groove. I'm trying to find the way I say it. Because I, 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 I always want to mimic Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. No. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of liked that. It was very different. It was good. Hello there. Admiral Yet. <laughs>